Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Talking to you today about, um, I'm going to be looking at your your comments in YouTube, not the questions, but the comments. And uh, actually the first one happens to be a question. <laughs> so, oh wait, no, I did, I put questions. So let me remove that. And actually, but the first one I'm going to answer, because I thought it was sort of interesting. Just Me Valerie asks... Um, making up the rules as we go here, people. Um, just wondering, do you get recognized by viewers out in public slash real life? Would you like to share a story about it? Uh, no, no, I've never been recognized in real life. So there you go. Um, um, that, well, there's, so there's no stories about it. So I just thought I'd answer that one. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, um, I pr- primarily just show my hands on it. Maybe there's a small picture of me, but maybe not enough to recognize somebody. I could be a million people. But um, yeah, there you go. And so I'm going to take out the contains questions. And now um, let's see what you guys are thinking about. Um, Stacy Lynn says, good morning, um, Pam and Sunny. What a great way to start my day by watching Crafting Mayhem. Yes, I'm actually looking around at my desk, looking at all the mayhem. And I'm thinking, I, clean, I think I cleaned my desk probably three times last week. And it just looks like a small toddler was in here, uh, you know, rooting around and and pulling out stuff left and right. It is disaster pants. Um, but that's the way it goes. And that means that there must be fun going on here. And I try and remind myself that if it was a pristine, clean craft space with nothing on it, is that a good sign or a bad sign? That also that could mean a meticulously organized crafter who tidies up so perfectly after every crafting episode. And sometimes you have to because maybe you're sharing space with people and you can't really you know, spill into, you know, other people's space and take it up. Or maybe you're crafting on the kitchen table or the dining room table or in front of the TV. And we know how you just grab a few more things and grab a few more things. And next thing you know, it's a big pile of mess. So um, I I am literally crafting in my dining room, which I have converted into a craft room because I probably need to eat less and craft more. Who are we kidding? And I'm not a big, um, like, family gathering person at my house truth be told I'd really rather go to other people's houses (laughs) and I'm totally happy to help them clean up and all that too but just like it's so much work every time somebody comes over you gotta you know clean the place up and get all the stuff and And some people thrive on that and I'm just not one of them I'm one of the ones who burst through the door armfuls of stuff ready to share and have a great time and then happy to clean up after and that kind of stuff um yeah that's my happy place so we all have to know our happy place and what's fun you know we do a lot of things in life because we think we should but then we get older and we're thinking what are we doing why are we doing that we need to do things because we want to we often donate most of our life to taking care of others but sometimes it's okay to take care of yourself a little bit um okay so back to the mess at hand okay what is this okay let's take stock okay there's an open drawer over there in my little wooden drawer chest of drawers and I don't think it's Sunny that's been pulling things out I think it's mama bear here who actually the stuff on the floor is not from the open drawer the stuff on the floor yes there's stuff on the floor stuff on the floor spilled over from the overloaded steamer trunk that I have full of let's just call it whatnot there's a lot of whatnot in there oh look at that I just spotted a journal I was working on Ugh, ugh, oh, mm, 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 mm. I'm like torn, torn on some, I don't know, I don't think I can sell that one, I want to keep it, I really do want to keep it, okay, sorry, um, but I need to go through that steamer trunk, 
because there I can I can only see what's on top because instead of leaving everything nice and filed and visible I started loading the top of it and it's just gotten higher and higher and higher and I can't I can't even close it anymore I don't know what's in there there could be gold nuggets for all I know and I would never know it because I can't see squat um, what I can visually see is some pretty tissue paper a few book pages there's another journal I can see the corner of another journal just poking out right there what are you oh, I gotta pull you up and see what you are oh you're that guy okay so we need to take stock here what are you doing here Sally you have completed journals you're not doing anything with put that one there this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right. Okay. We're going to make a little... Oh, I just pulled off an altered paper clip from some unknown page. I better put that back. Um... And there's another journal. Okay, this is one I'm not gonna sell. This is a fabric covered one that I did spray paint white. Not the one I just made with you. This was one that I made a long time ago, but I wanted to keep it because I wanted to remember the process because it's a really fun and cool process. Now, um, okay, just, all right. So, okay, I've pulled out two things already. Not, okay, more junk journal pages. I do see my little, I made a little pouch to hold my words. Um, so when I print out words to use, like journal or thoughts or blessings, hopes, dreams, notes, um, what else, what else have I typed out? Uh, so this is, oh, a whole page of notes in different font. That's fun. Here's some Christmas words. What else have we got in here? You know, this is called shopping at home. This is what you do. You get off on a tangent and here I go. I'm digging through my stuff now, seeing what I have. Okay. Yeah. More words, more. Okay. Here's words from other people. Dreams, wishes, no, this one's for me. Dreams, wishes, thoughts, blessings, and hopes. That's the one I have. I think it's a digi kit. And yeah, you print out one of these pages, you can use it forever because you've got all these words on there. You just tear them off. Here's a nature one with nature expressions. This was fun to make. Um, I just like um, made these little phrases up like be your own sunshine, in the depth of winter, stay close to nature, the pink of a rose like a baby's cheek. I mean, just fun stuff and I put them on a page with a nature background and then you can just pull these off, tear them off uh, as you need. Um, what else can I see? I see a little tiny journal. This is not my journal. It's a, it's a, like one that you would buy and it's the gut. No, it's not. It's not even the guts of that. It's actually um, a little poem book, which I can pull from. See, I didn't even know that was there. Yeah, this Sally needs to go through that trunk. That's just the harsh reality. It's actually a fun reality and I, I enjoy organizing. It's something I actually like to do. I like to take a, listen to me. Who am I, who am I kidding myself? I like to take a messy space and make it clean. No, I'm looking around at my craft room right now and I'm in the throes of decorating a journal. So I feel like I have to have stuff out so I can remember to use it. If it's not out, I'm never gonna use it. Okay, so what is on the desk? Okay, I have a fundal that's been poured out. So I like to leaf through it, have quick, easy access to find things quickly to put on it. That's on the right. Then on the left is a pile of handmade embellishment, whatnot, you know, unknown things I forgot I made, but I would like to get them in a journal. And they're really cool, and it's fun to rediscover them as you go through your crate of handmade embellishments. And um, 
Then there's my glues and the washi tape that I swore I would use up. And my sewing machine, which the needle fell out. I gotta put that back in. So little things to do. Okay, then I have, okay, so I have an L-shaped desk. And that was on the desk proper, the one in front of me, the main working place. So the side desk, it has my printer, my cutter, and a pile of whatnot. And the pile of whatnot right now is a bunch of covers that I've made that don't have signatures in them yet. Um, all different kinds, all different kinds. I mean, like I, I must have started to go through, you know, you know, I think I pulled them out of my embellishment crate. That's where I think they were living. Yeah. And losting. Can I just say, call them, lo they were losting in there. Yeah. The, you know, the, the girly here of, un, you know, oh, you know, just complete the project and move up. No, you know, baloney. I have, un I have completed, uh, uncompleted projects apparently everywhere that I, if you hide them well enough from yourself you can actually believe you don't have them yeah it's it's a it's a skill that is attained when you craft enough you can just make piles and piles of stuff but now it's the time of year it's getting closer to Halloween it's getting closer to holiday season Thanksgiving Christmas all that stuff where maybe making a few gift items for friends and family and things like that might be a nice idea um, my family doesn't really pretty much, you know, they know I have a YouTube channel and they, they know I do something with paper crafting, but that's about it. You know, there's like very low interest in that department, which is fine. Um, but it's amazing how many cool people across the world are really into paper crafting. So I am so thankful and so grateful to find like-minded people who love to just sit down and tear and cut and glue and have a good time. And, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive and don't get yourself stuck that you don't have a tool or you don't have a a certain type of paper just think what are your alternatives um, start using your crafty brain and ask yourself what can I use in lieu of in place of instead of or how could I get the same effect with what I have and you'd be surprised you can probably do 99.999% of things without all the fancy whatnot um, I used to call it hoo-ha but people <laughs> said that has another reference so I'm, I'm calling it whatnot now um, so um, uh, yeah, looking around at my, my cute little drawers, the plastic drawers behind my chair, which are all overloaded with stuff. Um, and half of the drawers are open because I go over there and I'll open a drawer and sometimes they don't slide back the way they came out. You know what I mean? I don't know whether the, um, the rails on either side bow out a little bit and it doesn't quite grab the drawer the way it used to back in its heyday. So the drawer might sit on top of the drawer below it as opposed to actually being in the guide rails. Yeah, a lot. And I think what I can do is go ahead and screw in the little bolts tighter to bring in all the rails tighter. But, you know, then I have, I have white one, two, three, four, five, six of these. And then they would all have to be spaced out a little bit so I can get in there with the Allen wrench and do that, which I have to do. Uh, that, okay, well, I'll tell, I'll, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sh uh, Scarlett. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll do that another day. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Um, I think I need to do some coffee dyeing. I haven't done any coffee dyeing of paper in a long time, and I have a good back stock of regular printer paper. I buy the 20-pound Amazon paper, and, um, yeah, and maybe I'm going to do some different colored ones just so I have a little variety there, but, yeah, well, I need to get, I need to do that. That's always fun to do. I like to do that, and maybe when I do that, maybe I'll record it so you can see it, um, and then... We'll do some spraying with some distress inks or maybe some rubbing with some inks and the paddle brush over these pages to get some different looks. Oh, I would really, really love to do that right now. I would just love to do that, but no, no, the yoga class is calling, so I gotta go to do that first, which I really love my yoga class, so um, never complain about the yoga class. I will always be so thankful and grateful I can go to the yoga class, so um, yeah, gotta move the body and get it off the crafter chair because you can take on the shape of the crafter chair and it's it, we hunch, I, I hunch, I'll say I hunch over when I craft so I need to remind myself to sit up straight or I also have a, a desk that I can move up and down so I can stand at the desk or lower the desk, that really helps. Um, but neck down is not a good position to be in for long periods of time. You need to look up, look straight, look around, look to the right, to the left. If that, if those neck bones are going to work for the rest of your life. So remember, do that. Look around, stretch. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to walk around. Um, and you can do, well, you know, I, this is not the yoga channel, but there's tons of yoga on YouTube. You don't have to go anywhere. You can just turn it on a YouTube channel and, um, go do 15 minutes of yoga and then come back and uh, craft on, craft on with that paper. That's always a good thing. Okay, so I, I went off on a tangent. Um, let's see, what else you guys are doing? All I, all I saw were the words crafting mayhem, and yeah, there you go. All right, so let's give her a heart. Okay, and let's see what else you're saying. Um, Phyllis Williams said, Williamstown, I think it might be, um, it's great that you give these old photos new life and um, oh okay she was looking at my decorating my current junk journal video that just came out yesterday and um, yeah I record um, that or parts of that just so you can kind of see my thought process which always changes and is always morphing and I'm always trying to think of a better um, more efficient more fun way to do it but that's what it is at the moment and um, I'm really getting excited about decorating um, the little bits and pieces that the little final touches that come in the end which are like the icing on the cake for the journal um, there's still a lot of blank pages in there rest easy but I like to decorate the blank pages too sometimes with rubber stamps or stickers or postage stamps or clusters or you know all sorts of fun little things that can be added um, to dress it up, to give a little surprise for each page. It, it doesn't have to be on every page. Um, there is no law. There is no rule. You do what feels right to you. Um, some people like to keep a junk journal purely for journaling, um, as goes the name. But we have morphed. We have broken out of our, you know, writing-only days. And now we're sort of, no, we, I mean, I, I would make a regular traditional journal to write in initially. And then I started adding things. And then I started having fun collecting things to add the things. And then I started making things instead of buying the pre-made embellishments. I just had more fun making them. And um, so there's a million and one ways to approach it. And there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with buying store-bought embellishments. Let me just put that out there. If it brings you joy 
and you have fun and you just want to complete the project and you want it to follow a theme and you want it to look nice and like you know obviously those things are beautifully fussy cut out and everything's perfect and um and you're done and that's your mission there's nothing wrong with that or you don't feel like you know taking seven years to complete a journal by making every little thing it all you know and don't go by what people uh, anybody else does you go by your own funometer yes you just ask yourself am i enjoying the process is it fun and if it's not totally fun ask yourself how could i make it more fun would it be more fun if i just bought a few handmade or pre-made embellishments and then i made a few myself or do i want to make all my embellishments do i want to buy all store-bought ones maybe there was a great sale at hobby lobby and you just could not stop yourself you were in there ferreting away and next thing you know your cart was full and you were rolling it to the the counter and I don't think they do the coupon thing anymore if I I I haven't been in there in a while but um um I tend more to go to thrift stores consignment shops and things like that and if I really have to get something honestly I probably buy it on Amazon but I will go in there every once in a while but you can get a lot of oh boy am I going off on tangents left and right you can get a lot of um scrapbook paper and supplies and thrift stores that'll cost you next to nothing or um garage sales they're a great place to start um, if you're low on cash, uh, and I recommend putting a bunch of things in a pile and just offering, will you take, you know, five bucks for the whole pile? We take, you know, like somewhere start there or two bucks, whatever it is, because often when people give up a craft, they're done with it and they just want the stuff out of their house and they'd practically pay you to take it. Um, usually a little later in the day, maybe not first thing in the morning when they're still, you know, excited and they want, you know, an arm and a leg for their tool you know crafting tools and things like that but you catch them a little later in the day or maybe it looks like impending rain they're a little more negotiable you know what I mean yeah the prices might just come down and um you know if you can't make a deal at the first one just keep going it's like those George Foreman grills they'll be at every garage sale I don't know what it is about those things but uh, everybody loves them and then everybody lets them go (laughs) and that's the way we are often with our crafting supplies or you know I mean the the ultimate is when I mean, it's kind of sad, but when somebody dies who was a crafter and the kids come in and they're not crafters, but they're liquidating everything from the house, the estate sale, they have no emotional attachment to that stuff and they will practically give away the stuff. And uh, if you let them know, oh, you're a crafter and, you know, you could really put the stuff to good use, I think you'll make a great bond and um, they feel good that they know that, you know, Aunt Sally's stuff is going to somebody who will really appreciate it. That makes everybody feel good in the transaction and we all go home happy. Um... And uh, crafting on. So, uh, okay, let me look at one more little. Oh, so the old, yeah, old fo- photos. I love old black and white photos. I just love them. I like the really old ones, but I really like them. And um, I don't scan them or copy them or anything like that. I just use the real ones. And there's no, as far as I understand, there's no copyright if you actually use the real one. Um, so I, you know, and I'm assuming these are the real ones because I buy a big box of photos. I don't think somebody's duplicated them and put them in there, but I guess that's a possibility. But, you know, how far down these rabbit holes can we go? We do our best. We do our best to be honest um, people and go forward and share these gorgeous photos with other people who can also look back through the window of time and see another day, another place, and other people and how they lived and the expressions on their face. And you can just tell if they're having a good time or not. Or are they looking very stoic and strong and, you know, like trying to look, you know, tough? Or are they trying to look warm and loving? Or they kind of got a little smile or a giggle? Now, often in the Victorian days, they did not smile in their pictures. It was more 
I guess, um, I want to say culturally appropriate, but it's not really culture. Maybe it's a culture, um, but uh, era appropriate to have a straight face. And, um, but every once in a while you'll catch a picture where they've got like a little bit of a Mona Lisa smile going on, like somebody cracked a smile or it's kind of fun. And then in the, I think the Edwardian time, I've seen pictures where they seem to be smiling a little bit more. And then in the twenties, I think they really did smile a lot more. And then we just like cut loose with, loose with the smiles forward. So if you don't know, I have 25% off my DigiKits, which are printable downloadable images, and you can get those in my Etsy shop. You can buy as many as you want. They're five pages each, um, 25% off, no coupon or code needed, uh, all through August of 2023. So there you go. And what else is going on? Um, Sunbun is doing fine. Um, where are you, Sunbun? Here? Oh, yep, he's right in his little bed. And all is well. So I think I'm going to be doing some swimming lessons with Sunny. And uh, yeah, one of these days I'm going to have to record that because it's a hoot. It really is. It's a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, guys, I hope you're having fun out there today. Happy crafting. Thank you for your contributions and comments and questions. And I love to hear um, all about you too. So big hugs. Um, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. <laughs>